<laughs> Yo, what's up? What's good? Welcome to the Madhouse Council. I'm Aisha, your dearest A-Tabs. Hey guys, it's Sophia the Star, SB in the house. Yo, yo, Amara here. You can also call me Cool Cat. Hey guys, this is Pauline, also known as Tiana. You know that's right. Yo, what's up guys? This is Ivana here, also known as Tony Ivana. And they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates. Guys, thank you so much for all the support you have been giving us. You know, we're nearly at 1K. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just manifesting that. Thank you, Spotify, for sponsoring us. All of this ads coming like through, magic. you know. Brought to you by Spotify Podcast. Stars manifesting stars. Manifesting. We're Come on, from our new studio. Mm -hmm. Just speaking, just speaking life to things, you know. Can you hear our improved the sound? The power of the tongue. <laughs> Take seriously every <laughs> word that you say. Wait, we're, we're a few episodes in. What the That's heck was that? They improved echo, sound. Echo. echo. You don't need to echo. <laughs> Clearly, the sound did not change, guys. The sound did not change. We have an open bar oh, on our new studio. Wait, I say echo, and then you guys say echo, bro. Okay, okay. okay. Echo. 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 I'm not gonna do it because I feel so bad for anyone listening. No, someone is listening to this on the headphones. It's ASMR. That's the thing, the sound is better now. ASMR. You are now going to be. Someone is going to work listening to this. I'm so sorry. You rings, you rings. Guys, this sounds like brujaria. It's a form of therapy. It is. I listen to ASMR. It's very nice. Look at you. What do you listen to? Am I the only person in this household that does not listen to that? Yes. I don't listen to it, but I like it. I listen to Spanish music. Ooh. You know those ones that sound like brujaria? What is people eating? Yes. I don't like those. That's nasty. I love that. That's nasty. I love when they dip the food in the sauce. To like, I remember. That's different. But not the chewing sound like. Guys, oh, no, do <laughs> So what is it? They're eating. Like? It's eating. a crackling of like air no, going no. in the oh, sauce. Like crack the lobster. Dipping in the sauce. Yeah, oh. that's nice. The oh. crispiness. Yes, and you can see the food as well. Oh, God. Not, like, eating oh, no, no, no. no. That's disgusting. <laughs> Guys, we this do apologize. This is not an ASMR episode, guys. I am so sorry for that. <laughs> but yeah, guys. Honestly. <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking mind. about body image. Ooh. So I just wanted to be sharing um, an experience that I had when I was younger. So my mom, she used to buy me books and my brother as well. But with my brother, clearly it didn't work because he hates books. Shade. <laughs> he hates it. So there was this book that I had that is called I'm 100% Like This. And it had like different categories. It was for like teenagers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was about just our cycles. It was about erections for boys, wet dreams, everything. Wow. Right? Wow. It was so Shout good. out Tia. I was like so 12. Good. Ahead yeah. of her time. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. ahead of her so time. So that's, that's how like I learned about everything. She, she talked amazing. to me, but yeah, I still learned with the books. And there was this section that was about body types. Yeah. And, you know, like, before, I don't know if they still deal with this, they used to associate body types to, like, dramatic figures. Mm -hmm. So there was yeah. the triangle, the rectangular, the yeah. circle. Yeah. And I used to look at it and be like, I don't want to be a circle. I don't want to be a rectangular because, you know, I grew up in an African family. Yeah. If you don't have hips or an ass, something's wrong. Are you wrong. even African? Like, African right. <laughs> so, like, when you were growing up, did you guys have any, like, issues with your body image? Mm. Yeah, 100%. Who did it? 
Yeah, I think that's the question. Who I think it, you'll find more girls who didn't than... Who didn't? Who did, sorry, oh. than who didn't. It's funny now, because when I look back at pictures of myself when I was probably at the peak of my body image issues, I look back and I'm like, girl, it wasn't that mm. Girl! How many sizes down? Yeah. You? Mm. you know? Or like, it wasn't that deep. Yeah. You know? But I feel like when you're in that moment, it, it's almost like... All, all your friends are also going through it, so it's like this support system mm. in a way where you don't feel alone yeah. sometimes, and so it's yeah. But I feel like when I was younger, I felt alone in that sense because it, it's something that like it wasn't talked about enough, it wasn't, like, yeah. it wasn't. And even if my friends were going through it, I didn't know because mm. and they didn't know I was going through it, mm-hmm. so I was I thought I was alone, I thought I was right. the only one having you know body image issues and all that. It's crazy, and now like talking to people and obviously like on social media you see everyone goes through it yeah i like i definitely i had a few friends that we'd speak about it because obviously like in the changing rooms here in pe like everyone was very i mean you'd see everyone yeah get changed well for girls um and i just remember like i'd always tried to hide my body Mm-hmm. Like when I'm getting changed because I don't yeah. want anyone to see. Uh, do we remember quickly? It's, it's like, like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. get changed super quick. But like, there was two friends that you guys know, like two girls of mine from my secondary school friendship group. That it was almost like, well, t- two of us were very heavily on Tumblr, and you know, around that time when we were like 13, 14, it was like mm. everyone had a thigh gap, yes. the, like, mm. the the hip bones and the collarbones yeah, and the pale and the paleness <laughs> and all yeah. of that, and we really loved Tumblr. And this is what I mean about it being open, but I don't know if necessarily it was a good open because it, there was mm. quite a toxicity in it. Because yeah. it'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't have a thigh gap. And it's like, oh my gosh, same, I hate my body. And it's like, oh, I hate my body too. It was, I hate my you body. You know, I hate my body. It's like, yeah. oh, my body isn't like that, so I hate my body narrative, which, you know, yeah, cool, we had someone to talk about it, but it wasn't in the healthy sense we have now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because now we talk about it and we're like, I'm not happy with my body right now, but, yeah, you know... Like, I don't know. It's It doesn't feel as toxic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. To some extent, I feel like online, yes, there's that acceptance and everyone has a voice and everyone's validated, but you go on the outside world and you're not going to meet that. I feel like there's still a bubble of us thinking, mm-hmm. you know, people understand, you know, body positivity and, like, everyone has different shapes, everyone has different sizes, but society has not yet gotten there. Yeah. Because you will still hear women, like, strictly sitting down to talk about another woman's body. And no matter what that, what that is, that mm. being, oh, she's got this more than me, or she's got this less than me, you know, I've got that better than her, or, you know... And then you obviously have men having this, I don't know, this projection of how your body should look like, mm. mm-hmm. and maybe not finding that, that expectation they've made. You know, that being you thinking, oh, I've got a lot of weight, or I don't have enough weight, um, and, yeah, like the outside like your family mainly your family yeah i was yeah. gonna yeah. say that every time we go back home it's like oh you put on more weight right. oh, oh you lost some weight i was and gonna i was gonna say that in the sense that obviously are you ch- atavs was saying uh <laughs> was saying that obviously it was at school and like your friends but with me it was always about how i was always really skinny like we i've always been so skinny always lost so much weight just but like really not pretty guys like we had our bones showing yeah like really skinny like and uh growing up obviously like it wasn't my friends they used to say vanny was so skinny it was always my family like 
are you not eating? You look like a stick. You're so skinny. I can see your bones. Like you're gonna break. You look mm-hmm. like a ch- a starving child from Africa. <laughs> like I heard it all. So like dumb. and it was so just so bad because <laughs> you you wish you could like eat more so you could put on weight, but I couldn't put on weight. Like that family thing is, I think something we all experience. It's very it's very toxic. Mm-hmm. Things that happen in your home. Yeah, and um, I wanted to throw a question out there, which was, when was the first time you can recall looking at your body or hearing a comment that made you feel insecure about your body? Do you remember that? Oof, I don't remember the first, but I remember definitely when my uncle came from Angola. We were in Portugal, and it's I was always wa- the Angolan uncles always. that come from Africa. <laughs> and I was walking ahead of them because we were going to the mall, and I just remember him saying to my mom, "Oh, she doesn't have an ass. How come she doesn't have an oh ass?" Oh my god, that's so deep. That so stuck with like me for so long. Sexualization of like young black yeah. girls that you were looking at them you? and already. I was a teenager, but still like very young. Like that's so out of yeah. pocket. Yeah. Like I mean, with me, I I've told the girls the story before, but it's like. It's always been told to me as a funny story. I don't remember it particularly, but I remember being told it growing up. And um, I was at one of my favorite aunt's house. No, I don't have favorite. <laughs> 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 I love one of my auntie's houses. We love all the tears. Uh, we love all the <laughs> And um, apparently, right, I fell on the floor. I must have been like three or four. And I fell on the floor and I laughed it off. And I was like, damn it, I'm fat in Portuguese. Yeah. I was like, porra tu gorda. You know, and I was like three or four. So sad, like so sad. It kind of sounds like a. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like it was always told to me as a funny story. But like me, the next time I fall from the streets. <laughs> but you know, when I'd hear that story growing up, I'd laugh about it. Mm-hmm. But you know, as I became a bit more of a grown woman, um, I would think about that story because I have pictures from that day, and I just think. That is so wrong that mm. at three or four, aware. I already knew what it meant to be fat. Mm. Yeah. That I was calling myself, like, I was fat shaming myself. Mm-hmm. I was a chubby kid. Like, I was super yeah. chubby. Which and is good. Which chubby is, kids are so, like, Whoop. Yeah, it's great. But, like, you hear your family, like, all the time. and Like, yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, I am such a chubby child. Oh, my gosh. Like, clearly you're eating everything on your plate. <laughs> That's true. Like, of course you're going for seconds. It's yeah. always oh. that. It's yeah. always that. It's like, oh, of course that kid is going for more food. Can yeah. you see that? It's like, oh, that's like, oh. treat me. Some <laughs> <laughs> like people just don't understand that, like, there's different body types. Like, you yeah. are born with an extra body And stomach capacities as well. Exactly. Like, like, me and my sister, completely different. And it's not because we were being fed different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Everyone was like, Sophia, that's me, you get this plate. You know, your sister, you get less. Exactly. <laughs> How is it so hard to understand? I don't think I remember the first time, but I remember something that made me so upset. What? I was in year seven, and as, you know, Tony Fano was talking about, it was the same family, we were very skinny, small children. Yep. And I, I took forever to even, you know, have the boobies. But, like, it took a very long time. I was probably, like... I don't know, 14 or something. I was like, oh my God, there's something going on my chest. But... They used to say I was going to have boobs before you, remember? Yeah. And, and even though she's... She, yeah, I'm younger. <laughs> anyway, but this girl, uh, right before, you know, going in PE and changing and stuff, and uh, she was talking about bras, and she went, oh, wait, you probably don't have a bra because you don't need one. Ha, 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 
And, you know, there was, like, other people with her that also, like, laughed. Guys, I was so sad. Are you showing us a I girl? went home. Oh. I went home. And you know when you think, I'm going to put some little socks on top of, inside oh. of my freaking bra. But I was, like, 11, you know. And the thing is, sometimes those comments come out and it's people trying to be funny and it's not like, oh, I want to hurt yeah. you. But that that did really, yeah. really yeah. upset me. Yeah. Um, because, like, everyone else was, like, Joining was in much bigger well. already because I was, like, so small. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, girls already had boobs and, like, had bodies that look like a woman. Yeah. Know? Oh, my God. That, oh, that, that whole thing. That which I'm like, thing. girl, that it's is not so a thing. You know, there's no problem of you being flat-chested. Like, like, like there's no yeah. problem there. Like, oh, my God. Um, and... Yeah, I think that's definitely like an episode that like stayed. Secondary there. school was just such a traumatic experience in Portugal for me compared to like here. I remember, um, it's funny that you say that because I used to have the biggest crush on this guy. We all know him. Yeah. He was like my primary school crush, my favorite, like, his name was Bruno. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> favorite white boy. Debatable. Wow. But. Guys, I remember, we were chilling, it was me, him, his best friend, and my best friend. And we were chilling, like, near a pavilion. How do you say that in English? Like, mm. a, a pavilion. A building. A building, yeah, like, one of the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> me, a pavilion. <laughs> so the school had, like, five buildings or whatever, and we blocks were chilling by one block. Blocks. 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 We were chilling on this bed, just talking. I think I was in, like, year five or six. Again, I was a late bloomer. I didn't get tits until I was, like, 16. Um, 15, 16. And I remember this older girl who was in year nine, mm-hmm. um, who was a lot more developed, like she had her curves and like her boobs were nice, but whatever, goes by. And like Bruno and his best, or his best friend, and he laughed about it. But it was like, oh, that's a real woman, not you guys. I was like, oh, she's got stuff to grab. Like, that's a real woman. And they were laughing. And I was like, first of all, they're talking like she's some sort of chicken or something. <laughs> right. Stuff to grab. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked down and I was like, look at all it. those no, chickens. No, 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 all those oh. chickens. Some boys back then, nah, they were rude. No, yeah. nah, the they thing is, rude. they had nothing as well. Yeah, like, like no muscles. Your voice. Your hair chest. I'm sorry. Your voice. Just like mine. She won't even worse than mine. I'm sorry. She won't even look at you. Why are you looking at her? She's like nine and you're in your person. Exactly, you're younger. Why, like, you why are you comparing? Like that? Why are you comparing? You have nothing. I was always this, and I was like, it's that as well. No. I guess that like boys were introduced to porn so early on, mm. and they were expected to, and like they were expected to start masturbating very early on, that they had such a long time to create what the image of a woman should be. Yeah. No mm-hmm. And then they're going back to school, and obviously that's not met. So like, what they I wasn't thinking about a guy's penis size in your I was, was not. Right? I mean, I don't oh, no. think I was penis. disgusted by that. Honestly. <laughs> but like, here they like, are. Like, oh, sexualizing. <laughs> they're like sexualizing everything about our bodies, like boobs and butt when they're 11. Because that's well. what they're taught as well. Mm. Unfortunately. Hmm. Unfortunately. What they're taught? I mean, come on. Like, that's what your parents, like, not parents. I'd say your dad does. You're by watching porn, you are sexualizing the girl. Mm. Like, this is what you're taught. Like, the ideal body shape, what you want in a woman. Big titties, big ass, small waist. So it's like, that's all they're being taught. And that's all they're seeing. That's what their dad is telling them. Yeah. Not that all dads say this, obviously. Oh, Shout out everyone has Shut that dad. We're not generalizing. But <laughs> we do I not said, hate men. The way I said that, I was like, not every dad is there. <laughs> 
Aisha. When we women, we say that we want certain things in a man, it's like, oh, you're so picky. But right? Yeah, but I'm not here. Like I want a muscly guy. I yeah. mean, I want a tall one. I, wanna, <laughs> I, wanna, I, wanna, I can't say I, that. Honestly, but. like I never think I want a gym guy. Like, I'm not saying muscly. Uh, his yeah. waist must be like this. Uh, his collarbones must be that way. He must have a nice ass. I don't say that. No, he has to have <laughs> no, a nice ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is less. There is less. Oh my god. I don't know what it is, but it brings something warm to my heart. Me oh try me trying to be like, oh, we don't sexualize men. You might be like, no, no. <laughs> a nice ass. Nice please. ass and some suit trousers. And a vision, vision <laughs> trainer. Oh. <laughs> it's getting heavily personal now. Okay, oh, so yeah. guys. No, I'm just, so I'm just giving it. tips yeah. to your fans. <laughs> I'm just giving your fans. tips to your fans. Oh, my God. So, how has your group of friends influenced the way that you see your body? What, what? what group of friends? How many? I'm a just butterfly. your past ones, your current ones, your current just in every how they have been season of your life. Oh my god! Every time you say seasons, something, something what, was a song. I, I can't even control because it's just my genes mm. that I'm short. Oh god! Right? Oh god! Here but we I, go! Here I, we go! I did, you guys say here you go, but this is the thing. It doesn't get it doesn't get taken seriously as an insecurity as other insecurities. Is it actually insecurity? It yes. is an insecurity. It's an insecurity. I'm sorry. From the moment I was the smallest, one of the smallest kids in my class, I prayed to God that I'd be one sixty because I thought that was tall, and yeah. I'm one sixty. You guys know I used to get bullied for being tall. Okay, but that's the thing. Everyone always takes that into consideration about tall people, they and they don't take it when people. we say they're like, "Oh, you're lucky you're short." Everyone likes short people. Mm, that's not true because not I true. used to be in my group of friends I actually used to think in secondary, and. I used to like get bullied from when I was in Portugal, like where boys were like, "Oh, you're a midget!" Like, "Oh, like mm. first of all, that's not even politically correct to say." No, but like I used to get bullied back in school in Portugal, and I like all the boys would bully me and call me like things like midget and whatever, blah blah blah, and I'd internalize that and push it away. But growing up, then like in every friendship group, I was usually the shortest person, and it always get picked up on. Like even if it was just a joke. Like, they'd all be like, oh, like, I remember if we'd go to, like, somewhere where there was a roller coaster, they'd be like, we need to check if Aisha can be on it. It's just like, bro, I can be on it. Stop being silly. Like, those little jokes would get to me because I used to be like, the world that I'm seeing is a world that was made for taller people. That's just a fact. Like, you look at models, models are not my height. Like, mm-hmm. you look at women on TV, they're Linda Jaltas, ich Belters, you know, they're tall and elegant and like, wow, and I'm not. And I used to genuinely feel insecure about that. And there was not a time. And because we weren't taught that different body types and different weights look differently on shorter people, mm-hmm. I always thought, okay, I need to be so... Like, I'd be like, you know, when we'd get measured or whatever for weight in PE and, like, in Portugal, everyone did take, oh, like, that. Your, you know, like, why are you even weighing me in school? That, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Yeah. But then I'd compare it with, like, one of my mates who's taller. Like, how are we the same, like, weight? Yeah. But, like, in me, it's just completely different. And that would affect how I felt about myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say it was necessarily my friendship group intentionally, maybe. But, like, it was just the little jokes that would come out about me being yeah. short that made me feel insecure about myself. I'm yeah. actually pretty good. Can I grow? <laughs> Yeah, I just accepted that I was short, but it's definitely an insecurity. Like, it definitely is. And I realised that, 
like coming into the bigger people world where mm-hmm. I am very small and I work with women every single day and my customers have the absolute need of reminding me of how short I am, right? That's the thing. Everyone always um, reminds you. When you're short, they're like, how oh, you're so short? Yeah, yeah. And like, I always say, you know, when a guy leaves me, he's going to go and find the girl that's taller than me. Right. And I always check. I'm like, oh my God, is she sis, taller? is she taller than me? And she is taller than me. And I'm like, it's because I'm short. Like, I genuinely, I think that. And it's not validated enough. So shout out to short girls. Shout out to showgirls. What about USB and Tony Did it your friendships have any influence on how you see your body? Uh, I mean, when I was younger, as I said, like I feel like I I felt like I was going through it alone because I didn't really talk about it with anyone and no one really mm-hmm. opened up. Um, but now, like I feel like now, because we all have conversations like here at home about like different body types and how we feel about our own bodies and stuff like that like i feel a lot more open to talk about it and i feel like i've I've accepted the way i am now Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's i think you you have like your friendship group and how your friendship group talks about it really influences how you view yourself as well Mm -hmm. um because it's the fact we were looking like on instagram the other day and we're like Oh, because obviously there's all these, these different body types and everyone, everybody has like different ideas of the ideal body mm-hmm. type. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I, for example, I can have a goal of like the body I want and that's fine. Like you can have goals mm-hmm. um, while still being okay with the body you have now. Yeah. Um, but they have to be realistic. Like I can't, you know, I can't make myself, oh, I have to look like, Kendall Jenner, for example. I'm for Kendall Jenner. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do that because my body type is not Kendall Jenner's at all. But for example, for me, and, and then I was like talking about this, and I was like, I I can't think of anyone right. like famous or an influencer or someone to look up to that has my body type right. that I'm like goals because I don't mm-hmm. feel represented yeah. enough. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and I feel like with. All, uh, like other body types there's a lot of representation especially like even like skinnier people and the taller people and all of that but with my body type I don't feel like there's a representation mm-hmm. at all yeah so I think yeah it's kind of like off track that's right okay. <laughs> yeah. what about you I feel like for me okay so like obviously I'm tall and skinny so it's not like there's not representation for me but um definitely like Growing up, it wasn't that my friendship group did anything. It was, like, obviously mostly my family. Just in the sense that I'm the tallest woman in my family. Yes, she is. <laughs> and I was the tallest amongst my friends for ages. Because, obviously, I had my growth spurt, like, at 9 and then 11. So I was always just taller than most of the boys and taller than most of the people. And, you know, I was just tall. I was called a giraffe. Like, anyone was skinny as heck. Like, so it was just... It wasn't fun growing up. Like, I used to always be like, my family's so short. Why am I so tall? Like, literally. And then, <laughs> I was taller than my eldest cousin. I was just like, why? <laughs> like, it wasn't funny. I'm five nothing. But that's the thing. But the thing is, when you come from a short family, being tall yeah. is not a good thing. Because mm. now, the family, our uncles are taller than us, but Nan still calls me to get stuff. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Tiush, Tiush called me to get stuff. You're taller than me. <laughs> I don't understand. So it's like, it wasn't it wasn't a good thing. So like, I feel like only moving to London and then 
working here and living here, I've understood that actually being tall is a good thing because before I wasn't happy. I was too tall for anything. Like, I was too tall yeah. for my bed. <laughs> like, it wasn't... It wasn't and the mad thing, thing is, like, in the perspective of the country where we come from, you're considered being too tall, but, like, here that's not too tall. Yeah, but exactly. here then... Like, here you have women who are, like, 5'11", 5'10". Literally, and, like, and then that's yeah. fine. And here I'm just, like, yeah. average height. And it's just, yeah. like... It's that change of like, so now I'm starting to accept and I'm like, okay, like being tall is not a bad thing. But in Portugal, like clothes didn't fit me because they didn't have it in my size Mm. in the kids section. It was just bad. And then Mm. now here with my body type, obviously I'm skinny and I'm tall. And like, while I have loads of representation, sometimes something that I feel like it's odd is like, okay, all of you have different body types. But whenever I complain about something, you're like, oh, Ivana, like, I can't complain about it because Mm -hmm. I am skinny and tall. Mm -hmm. While I have, like, I don't know, the ideal body type according to magazines, that doesn't mean I don't struggle with certain stuff about my body. Yeah, but that's what we're saying. Like, you'd think that with five different body types, one of us would be okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At least one. No, because everyone has their own issues. Yeah, everyone has their own issues, but it's like, I'll complain, like, even if it's with my other friendship groups, and like, please, have you seen your body? Have you seen yourself? I'm like, doesn't mean I don't struggle. Doesn't mean there's not something I wish I could change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what about you, Sienna? Um, hmm. I actually have the question, but I don't have the answer for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, me, like, when I was growing up, um, my mom, she always used to say, oh, you're going to have big tits. You're going to be so tall because your dad is tall. And that didn't happen, you know. <laughs> and growing up in Portugal, I was average. You know, it was fine. But I always wanted to be tall. I didn't want to be short. I wanted to be <laughs> tall, <laughs> skinny. But yeah, that definitely didn't happen. But my friends, they all had different body types. And that helped me as well because we, I don't know, it was just, we didn't, we had different body types and we didn't want the same thing. Even though social media was pushing the agenda of, oh, skinny, oh, tie gaps or anything, we still wanted different things. So I think that allowed me to be okay with the body that I have. Mm-hmm. And I feel the pressure of, oh, my God, I need to be so skinny. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I want to be one of those summer girls. I always wanted my thighs to touch. I remember that. Always. I never wanted, you wanted them to touch. Yeah, that was mm. so cool for me. <laughs> <laughs> You always what we don't have, right? But you know what? I think obviously a lot of us are talking about like growing up, growing up. But I think it's important to talk about the now. I'd say that something I experienced this year quite heavily, I guess, or like is to do in the last three years more or less. So like when I started going to uni, finished sixth form, whatever. Um, I have this habit of like joining a gym in the last year of my education. So like Mm. during GCSEs, I was banging gym. Like I remember I had the geography exam at like 9 a.m. I went to the gym at six. Like I was good, right? Mm. Loved my body at that time. Then at last year of A-levels, I was banging gym again. Loved my body by that summer. I was like, I'm so happy with my body. So I went into first year of uni, super happy with my body. And then this year, obviously we've been in a pan, I mean, we're currently in a pandemic. Pandemic! (laughs) We always um, mention it in everything. Right? <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't believe it's about to be 2021. 2020s news, you know. Yeah. We stay current. But um, I put a lot of weight. <laughs> I gained, I found a new love for bagels during um, last lockdown. Bagels are life. And I ate a bagel every day. She did. Every day <laughs> that we were at home from March to June, I ate a bagel, okay? And I went from belly eating, like, 
bagels and carbs and that sort of stuff to eat more. So I put a lot of weight and I was really unhappy about my body. So I tried out some unhealthy methods like only eating soup for dinner, which you shouldn't do um, unless you've been guided by like a nutritionist. Um, like I was skipping meals unintentionally and then intentionally at some point. Then I tried intermittent fasting and all of these things that were not great for my body. And because I was so unhappy with it and I was so scared because I was about to go back home to spend the whole summer at home. And I was just worried like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna hear comments from my like family again. And like, I'm gonna hear comments, like I'm gonna feel weird being at the beach next to my mates who are skinnier than me or like have bodies closer to my ideal body, whatever, blah, blah. But it took me going, you know what? I need to change this the right way. And so I went to a nutrition nutritionist, which I know not everyone can afford. Um, and I understand that, but it was one of the best decisions I made because I went and hearing a doctor like ask me questions and that I almost didn't have answers for in terms of like, she was like, why are you here? And I was like, oh, like I, I don't like my body. I want to lose weight. Like, and, and then she was asking me questions that helped me unpack how I felt like that. Mm -hmm. You know, she's like, when was the last time you like, when was the last time you felt happy about your body? How much did you think you weighed? Like, how did your body look like? then versus now what do you think happened in between like her asking all these questions helped me unpack and then with all the measurements and all the advice and then my plan that came out of it i realized it wasn't as deep as i made it to be of a monster in my head mm -hmm. but like i needed to have a professional tell me that for yeah. me to like i'm okay you know yeah. Yeah, and i came home and be like oh my god there's actually things i can do to change and that, i'm not saying you have to change your body but i'm just saying that like if it's something that's beating you up and you can get professional help, I think you should, you know, yeah. because it's changed my outlook on my body. And in the last few months, I've lost a lot of weight and then gained a few like kilos during this last latest lockdown. You never know. Um, but I've not beaten myself up as much as I did yeah. in the first lockdown yeah. because I have more grace mm -hmm. for myself. And I think that this year has been really important in teaching me that, you know, yeah. Yeah. As like a as a woman, as a grown woman, mm -hmm. what it means to accept your body, and it's that thing that SB was saying that like you might not like it's okay for you to feel okay with your body, but still have mm -hmm. a different goal. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. what your body yeah. looks like. Yeah. Because yeah. I know how I want my body to look like in a year, and so I just mm -hmm. have to work and with my mm -hmm. diet and eat properly and eat all my meals and not count calories and yeah. all of that stuff. You know, do it in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's don't the thing. starve like, yourselves. Uh, I feel like yeah. Don't starve yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and don't overeat either. Like, that's not a good thing. Yeah. It's an actual mm -hmm. issue. Like, gain weight. Yeah. Exactly. Like, don't don't be doing all those mad things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's about the pressure put on yourself. And, and it's another thing also is, okay, I want to lose weight. Why do I want to lose yeah. weight? Do I want to lose weight because I don't feel okay with myself? And, like, I actually, like, I need a healthier lifestyle and mm -hmm. I need to feel better with myself. Or do I want to lose weight because of other people? Yeah. What other people might think because that changes a lot of things. Because when you fail, uh, because oh you're trying to lose weight because you're trying to you know make other people happy uh, happy or you know you're trying to make your Instagram pictures look better for other people, um, and you're not. So if you're doing that for that reason and then you you fail, you're gonna feel like very bad with yourself and like i don't know it's a different feeling of when you are generally trying to live a healthier lifestyle but then for yourself yeah for mm -hmm. yourself and then you feel like having i don't know ice cream and it wasn't really in the plans to have ice cream today but you're having ice cream that's okay mm -hmm. 
because you, okay that's what my what might not be what my body needs but it's what I need is <laughs> <My body laughs> to have ice cream so I'm gonna have ice cream and that's okay uh, and then you know work on your plan a bit later but it's it's what makes you feel good and why am I doing this I think is as is an important question yeah. to, mm-hmm. to ask so you know how we have been talking about family comments mm-hmm. and before, at least for me, when my family used to say something mean, I would just laugh it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, how do you guys deal with family comments? I, uh, if I there's any family comments at all. Yeah, I mean, I've had this conversation specifically with my uncles, mm-hmm. as in the uncles that are our best friends, okay? yeah. mm-hmm. two of them. Um, and I've told them, like, they don't do it. You know, they don't say those things on purpose. On purpose, or mm. like thinking it will hurt. Do, do you know what I mean? Like sometimes people make those comments. Mm-hmm. They don't realize it's gonna hurt you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you put a bit of weight on, or like you know, our they're just saying just harsh it. In general. To no, but I'm not. Well. You know, our family, okay, but everyone's family. Mm-hmm. Everyone's family. Yeah. Um, everyone. And I've said, you know, people don't need those things to mm. be mentioned or yeah. to be pointed out because they know. Mm. They yeah. think about it. I Their know. brains are full I about know. it. Yeah. yeah. And not in any general. For example, I don't have the best skin. It's very visible, right? And my family has the great need to be like, Mama, you're taking your vitamins. Your skin's breaking out again. Your skin, your skin's breaking out again. Well, you need to come to my house because your skin's breaking out. Oh, again, your skin. That you need to come to my house. Out. Your skin's breaking out. Are you, you a clinic? Your diet. <laughs> you, you eat too much. I eat too much cheese. You know, it's always, my face, guys. Always. You know, like I know it's there, and I no longer like get sad about it. Acne is normal. Hello? Yeah. Acne is normal. Mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner has acne, okay? <laughs> We're going to use Kendall Jenner for this now. Um, but I think that having a conversation it is always good. I'm Setting boundaries. I'm always mm-hmm. going to yeah. say that. Have, have an open conversation. Hey, I don't really like when you say this. Hey, I am aware of yeah. what's going on in my body. Mm-hmm. And... Something I was thinking just as SB was talking, eight hours was talking, and it, and it kind of just brought me to a conclusion of like, it's not so much like your body image, but the image that you have of your body. And that mm-hmm. is all up here. It's your mind. Yeah. yeah. You know, and when you, you're able to, to, to train and to change those things that you're trying to reflect on yourself, you're like, wait a second, I'm complaining about something. And then you go, it's actually not there. Mm-hmm. Like the issue isn't so much physical, it, it's up here, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Um, that whole comments thing from, like, family, I'd say that, you know, as I was talking earlier, I didn't really have... So I was quite a late bloomer in general in terms of, like, when my period came and then my boobs. And so it was just as much of a shock for me as it was for my family who <laughs> sees me twice a year that mm. the next time I came back, all of a sudden I had these massive boobs that do not match my body, so it makes them look even bigger. And then I went for a phase where I gained a lot of weight and like I'd come back and I was still hearing those comments and I knew what they were trying to get at. They'd be like, oh, someone looks a bit more womanly or like you've got mm. a bit more curve. And I'd know exactly what they're hinting at. And yeah. I'd just like, okay, haha, okay, cool. Because like little do you know, like I had a conversation with my mum about wanting a breast reduction. Like, please don't say yeah. those things to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm getting to a point where this last summer when I went home and I'd hear it, I'd be like, you know what, actually, I don't like I don't want to hear your comments like it's that thing it's like I'm sorry I like Cool Cat is being very polite about it about having an open conversation but I've gone to a point where if you're 
comment came out snarky, I'm gonna be snarky back. I don't care. Yeah. Like you do, you boo. That's yeah. for me. That's like for me. I am gonna be snarky back, and it, you know, like I got a comment from a lady, and she was like, she wasn't even my family. She's one of those people that I grew up around, oh. and she was like, in it, it's not that. Once. She saw me outside of my nan's building, and was like, oh, you look a bit more shayer. Like, oh, mm, you look a bit more full. like fuller. Like you look mm-hmm. stuffed up. Mm. Oh god. And I was like. No, I don't. I think that's your eyes. I was like, I don't feel stuffed up. I don't look stuffed up. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I think you. I was like, no, I'm, I'm good mm. actually. Like I'm, and this was also I went to the nutritionist. I was like, I'm, I'm good actually. I'm, I'm good about my body. Like I felt like I had to remind her that yeah. I don't. It's not her business. It, it's not mm-hmm. your business, yeah. one or two. It, what you say is not a reflection mm-hmm. of what I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. That's exactly. not it here. And yeah, I will have snarky comments now. I don't yeah, care. I'm either snarky or I just, I ignore it. Because sometimes it's just, it's just not worth it going mm. into that. Especially like all the people like my grandparents, you know, they're used to it. So I just, I just cut them off. I'm just like, fine. They make, they make a comment and I'm just like, cool. Tricky, tricky. You mm. do you, I do me. Like I literally <laughs> ignore them. Like plainly. I just look at them and be like, tricky, cool. Uh, um, yeah. I just ignore it. Just for me, it's more like okay. Obviously, you know, in a representation, me being skinny. Um, my family, obviously, it's always about you know how skinny I look, and um, I feel like something that's definitely helped me. Obviously, I lived in Angola for two years, so I put on weight while I was there, and obviously, when I came back, they were like, "Oh, some, some look, some someone fills up their jeans. You know, you look like you have an ass now." I was like, okay, cool, yeah, whatever. Because I was quite happy about it, not going to lie. But <laughs> now, um, you know, you know how in Portugal you can, like, weight yourself and it says your BMI? Yeah. Your, like, that something that changed my life. Because before, I would obviously be like, I would put that I was so skinny and I was unhealthy. Like, I was... You didn't quit that. Yeah, like, for me, being skinny was me being unhealthy. Like, my family even for that I used to be anemic and all of these things and I had to take vitamins. And I went to Portugal, I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, no, your weight is perfectly normal for your height, uh, for your body type, you're perfectly healthy, everything's fine. And that kind of like just, you know, something clicked in me. So now it's like whenever I get comments about how skinny I am or if I've lost weight, which I normally get it. My, my family's always like, have you lost weight? Are you not eating at home? Do you need us to cook? I'm always like, I'm fine because, you know, I'm healthy. And as long as I'm healthy and I'm working mm-hmm. towards the body that I want, then I don't need your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one quick question for you guys. Do you have any advice for someone that might be struggling with their body right now? Mm-hmm. I do. Um, it's something that I have to teach myself to stay away from is scales um, and weighing yourself. I think... Like, I, I went for a phase where I just didn't weigh myself for a long time because sometimes seeing a number on a scale can be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, I just weigh myself when I need to track whatever I need to tell my nutritionist. Yeah. Like, instead of, like, being obsessed with that number yeah. on the scale. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, today I weighed this and tomorrow I weighed this. And, you know, like, when am I weighing myself? Only when I absolutely need to because... Yeah. A number on a scale might not reflect exactly what you look like. Exactly. Yeah. And second, also your weight, what affects your weight is your mood, your period, your for period. example. Mm. Everything affects your weight. So the water in your body. Day, what time you're weighing yourself. 
Are you exactly. naked? Are you clothed? It's not like it's not gonna be consistent because every day, like if you if you don't sleep like a full night's sleep, a good night's sleep, then you're it's gonna reflect on your weight. Yeah. Mm. And just a second um, advice: this is not for necessarily those who are struggling with it, but it's just for anyone who's gonna encounter family during these holidays. Don't be that person. Don't don't be the person mm. who says, yes. "Oh, you look like you've put on weight," and don't be the person who says, "You look like you've lost weight either," because yeah. either of those comments mm-hmm. can affect the person, and yeah. especially if they have like an eating disorder already, mm-hmm. it's not gonna help. So don't and be. That if person. you get the comments, be snarky back, <laughs> or ignore <laughs> them and continue living your life. Eat all. You can also Christmas. be like cool cat. Have a conversation. Yes, yeah. you're gonna be in the table anyway, so. <laughs> Have a conversation. <laughs> you know, eat all the Christmas food. Honestly. But as yeah. long as it makes you feel good. But yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening for this Thank episode. You. Thank you. We love you. Don't forget Thank you to for share this. At the Madhouse Council on Instagram. The Madhouse Council at gmail.com. No, actually, the Madhouse Studios <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.